Good morning. Welcome to Jesus in Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. This morning, still in Proverbs 18, we're getting close to the end. Let's say a word of prayer and get started. Father, thank you for this morning. Be glorified as we study your word and teach us something new, God. Draw us near to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay. Verse 23, chapter 18. It's where we are at. Again, and I say this a lot, sometimes I remember, sometimes I don't. Proverbs. Proverbs is written by King Solomon. All these Proverbs, some of them connect with, with each other, but most of them can be considered like little fortune cookie statements. Each one of them is like cracking open a fortune cookie and reading some wise teaching. But all of them, all of them are built upon the two great commandments, to love God and to love others. First, love God. Then you can love others. And these are no different today. So verse 23 says, The poor use entreaties, but the rich answer roughly. Now we need to remember that uh, quite often the Proverbs are often just truthful statements. Uh, Sometimes statements might come across as, as a harsh statement by Solomon, and it might even come across that he is encouraging certain behavior that that is not godly behavior behavior and that's not the case sometimes it can be a misunderstanding through the interpretation because we're coming from from hebrew and aramaic and the old testament to english and so there's translation there and sometimes meanings can get lost in that translation because um, english sometimes doesn't have the words to express the ideas that are there in the original writing Uh, That can happen at times, and so it can be challenging. Now, this here is just a direct statement. He's just stating something true. He's not not encouraging any certain type of behavior. Um, But he says, The poor use entreaties, but the rich answer roughly. Oftentimes, and this is true in today's world, people who have less than other people can oftentimes be looked down upon. And oftentimes, in a sense, the poor might have to use entreaties. In other words, they might have to beg um, to receive help from those who have more. Um, And the rich can answer roughly. In other words, money can make a person arrogant. It can make them cocky. It can make them condescending, have a condescending attitude towards those who have less. And so this is just a true thing. It's, it's a truth about human nature. And it's something that, especially those who say they love the Lord with all their heart and they love others, they need to be careful of this. Because material things can affect us in our own spiritual walk and our outlook on life. And it can lead us to be arrogant. Um, so in this situation, let's just dig a little bit deeper for a second before we move on to verse 24. Now, in our society today and in our culture, sometimes we can see people on the side of the road holding up a sign, right? That person is poor, and they're asking, they're begging, in a sense, um, for money or for something. And many times, people who have cars and have homes, and they're not rich, but they're just your regular middle-class people going through town see that, and they kind of scoff at it. You know, why is this person out here? There's plenty of jobs around Um, that they could go work. And there's truth in that. There absolutely is truth in that. Um, Now, I'm not going to tell you 
in those situations, every time you see that, what you should do. Because I honestly don't know. Some people might argue and say, what? No, no, that person's in need. You just help them. It doesn't matter why they're in need. You, you should just help them regardless of, of how you know they're going to use whatever money or items you give them for. Okay, um, And other people might say, well, no, that person could very, very easily get help. We have, you know, our government and our state has, has certain things in place to help those who are homeless and poor. And there's plenty of people looking for, you know, plenty of places looking for workers right now. People can't find anyone to work. Nobody wants to work. And there's truth in that. Both are right to an extent. Both are right. And if you come across a person like that, that's between you and the Lord. You need to pray about it. And if you're convicted to help this person, then maybe you should listen to that, that inner calling to help this person. And if you're not, then maybe not. Uh, at the end of the day, though, we need to look at this verse and, and understand a little bit better of where it's coming from because that particularly is not the situation it's talking about. Okay. Um, this is talking about people who have less than other people. Poor can, in this day and time, definitely refer to people who work, who work 40 hours a week or more. They just don't make that much money. we got to remember that throughout history, society was not built on the backs of middle class people like it is today. You know, the middle class make up the majority of the population, and the middle class are people who are not greatly rich and have a ton of excess wealth, but they have jobs, they work, and they make plenty enough money to be able to provide for their needs and have a little extra. That's your middle class, right? Most of us are in that category. But see, there were times throughout history, and even in this day and time, where you would have the ultra-rich and the ultra-poor, and they all worked equally, but there was a huge gap between how much money each group had. So you would have the poor who would work all the time, but they barely would scrape by and sometimes wouldn't have enough money to even just eat. Okay, so to look at a situation like that and understanding that background, we can better understand this verse. Um, and it helps us better see where Solomon's coming from here. Because there's not an issue here where the poor are just lazy, like we might say of someone standing on the side of the road. Um, or the rich are just cruel and mean, okay? And there's this huge gap. But see, in this time and then in this day, there wasn't really a middle class. There wasn't really a middle class of people. And uh, most of the time, it was the poor were hardworking people. And the rich were hardworking people too, to an extent, unless they inherited it all. And so the idea is that everyone's kind of working equally. So to say, well, you just don't work hard enough is not really even in anyone's mind. But the idea is that we treat each other equally, regardless of how much wealth that we have. And if there is a genuine need in this category of the poor, the genuine need, then the rich should not scoff at them because they know that they are working hard and they should reach out to help them and help provide for them. Okay. Now, I'm just going to stop there. I've already spent too much time on this verse, but there's a lot packed in this. There's a lot of discussion and there's a lot of things I'm thinking of that I could go into about this verse and a lot of discussion here, but I'm going to stop 
I'm just going to stop there so we can move on to verse 24. But there's a lot. There's a whole lot packed into this one. A whole lot packed into this one because the culture is a different setting than it was then. And there's a lot of things that we could discuss on this. At the end of the day, though, looking at this verse, this verse is about the second greatest commandment, loving others. Loving others and how that's rooted in our love for God. If we love others... We will not answer roughly to those who have less. If we love love others, we will help. If we have more than others, we will be convicted and we will seek to help those who genuinely are poor, okay? Genuinely are poor. My son could say, I'm poor, I'm poor, you should help me all the time, Dad. But I'm not just going to give him whatever he wants because when is he ever going to learn to be responsible for himself, right? So, you know... A lot, to, a lot here to discuss. All right, let's move on to verse 24. Verse 24 says, A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. So this is very relevant today in our social media culture. There are a lot of people who have lots of companions, right? <laughs> okay? If you're on Facebook, you might have a big friends list <laughs> okay there it's a friends list is it really a friends list though we have a lot of people that know of us but are they really friends and if you might have many companions or a large friends list but your true friends are known when you go through tough times because they are those who stick closer than a brother. They are those who are there for you when it really gets bad, when you really are hurting, when you've lost. And they have to sacrifice a time of themselves, money of themselves, whatever. They have to sacrifice of themselves to be there for you. That is a real friend. That is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. When you go through a tough time, all these companions or those on the friends list, if they're not around, if they're not there to support and encourage and they're not there, you know, sacrificing time for you and they kind of abandon you, they're not really friends. They're just acquaintances, okay? And uh, you know, a good example of this I was thinking of is um, um, the prodigal son. So the prodigal son we know took his inheritance and just kind of left his family. And he went and blew all of his inheritance. You know, he probably had a lot of companions when he first went to town to spend all of his money. He probably had a lot of people he hung out with and spent his money on and were around him. But what happened when all of his money was gone? What happened to him? He came to ruin. Why? Because these companions weren't true friends. They were just there because of the material stuff that he had. They didn't really care about him. So when all of his money was gone, what happened to the prodigal son? He was eating out of a trough with pigs. He had no money. Nobody was helping him. If, he, if his companions had been real friends, they would have seen you know, where, his, where their friend was and they would have tried to have helped him. But they abandoned him. And so he ended up coming back to his family. What did his family do? What did his family do? Well, they were like a friend who sticks closer than a brother, in a sense. He came back. His father embraced him. He was restored. He was forgiven. Okay? And those are your real friends, those who are there for you in those times. So 
man, there's a lot more here and we could keep going on, but I'm going to stop there. Thank you for joining me this morning. At the end of the day, love God, seek the Lord, and love others. Love other people. And that's what verse 23 and 24 is about. Have a wonderful and blessed day, and I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye.